I'm Roxanne Cody, and welcome to a bookmark from Just the Right Book. A.J. Jacobs, who manages to write books on year-long projects, whether it's living biblically or living healthy, and his newest one is called It's All Relative, about creating the largest family reunion ever. A.J. Jacobs undergoes a hilarious, heartfelt quest to understand what constitutes family, where it begins, and how far it goes. And he attempts to untangle the true meaning of the family of humankind. A.J. Jacobs has received some strange emails over the years, but this note was perhaps the strangest. And I quote, You don't know me, but I'm your eighth cousin, and we have over 80,000 relatives of yours in our database. Some of these relatives include being related to Obama and Trump. So here's something hearing it in A.J. Jacobs' own voice as he reads a little excerpt from his latest book, It's All Relative. Thanks for picking up this book. You didn't have to, but it's a nice thing to do, seeing as you and I are cousins. (laughs) Our shared ancestor would no doubt be proud. Admittedly, I'm not sure exactly which ancestor we share, If you're flipping through these pages at a bookstore on New York's Upper West Side, our shared ancestor might be our fifth great-grandmother, a seamstress in a Polish shtetl. Or perhaps it's further back, our 21st great-grandfather, a goat farmer in the Euphrates Valley. Or maybe we'd have to rewind all the way to our 8,000 great-grandparents, a couple of scruffy humans who hunted, gathered, and vigorously reproduced on the plains of Africa about 200,000 years ago. These two ultimate grandparents were the real Adam and Eve. Their scientific nicknames are the slightly less catchy Y-chromosomal Adam and mitochondrial Eve. And everyone on Earth is descended from them. Me, you, Miley Cyrus, (laughs) the guy who took your parking space at Chipotle, the second best dental hygienist in Singapore, Everyone. You can hear my complete conversation with A.J. Jacobs coming up next week. And later on this week, we'll hear from Connecticut author Amy Bloom, who recently spoke with me at an event hosted by R.J. Julia about her latest fantastic book called White Houses. Here's a sneak peek. As I was reading it, I kept thinking, okay, now... What kind of research did did you do? I mean, we're going to get to the story of Lorena Hickok, who's your uh, narrator. We know a lot about Eleanor Roosevelt, but the war is going on. Franklin Roosevelt's the president. There's an enormous amount of historical things. What What did you do for research for the book? I feel that there is very little you could ask me about America during World War II or the Depression or the Roosevelts that I couldn't answer fairly thoroughly. <laughs> I mean, I spent a lot of time at Hyde Park, uh, at the Roosevelt Library, which is a joy. Um, I got a lot of help from the librarians at Wesleyan University. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are a lot of books out. It's not as if there are only a few scraps of paper yeah. about the Roosevelt. So there are endless biographies and there's the, there's Ken Burns and then there are the good movies and the terrible movies, all of which I watched um, because sometimes you get tired of reading. And then there was Blanche uh, Weisenkoch's biography of Eleanor Roosevelt, which is so spectacular, yeah. especially the first two volumes. Um, and that was where I first read about the relationship with Lorena Hickok. And even so, it's not like... 
Blanche Wise and Cook says, you know, extra, 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 read all about it, salacious information. She says, there seems to be a lot of evidence that this was a romantic and relationship. And it was kind of matter-of-fact in her book. She's very matter-of-fact, and she refers to the 3,000 letters between them because they did often write four and five times a day when mm-hmm. they were separated. And um, Lorena, in fact, had burned what she felt were the racier letters because, as she said to Anna Roosevelt, Eleanor's daughter, your mother wasn't always discreet. And um, even so, even with all of that evidence, when Blanche Wise and Cook wrote her books, she was pilloried in the mainstream press. She was pilloried by conventional historians going, obviously, you had an agenda you wanted to think that Eleanor Roosevelt was a lesbian because it makes such a good story, but there's no evidence for that. She was just an effusive Victorian lady. And then I read the letters, and I thought, you know, here's something I've never said to one of my pals. I've never said, I long to kiss the southeast corner of your lips and mm. hold you in my I arms. I haven't gotten that letter from you. You have not. <laughs> no, I know. And I, I imagine it's a little disappointing. Just the Right Book Podcast is produced by Collisions, the podcast division of CRN International. Our original music was created by Mark Berman. Many thanks to our producer, Christina Torres, and our sound engineer, Pat Keo. Thank you all so much for listening.